Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. It is Wednesday, so it's time for your listener questions. And Scott joins me today, and we get some great questions about accommodations for Princess Half Marathon Race Weekend. Where should you stay if you have bamboozled some buddies into going down and you want to stay deluxe? We give some thoughts on that. We talk about a great place to dine. A couple of suggestions if you're going down just your significant other and you left the kids at home. We talk about that. We also talk about when you've outgrown the regular resort hotel rooms and you're now a family of five and your options are limited. Where can you go and what are the advantages and disadvantages between Caribbean Beach, Riverside, some of the suites at music and art of animation. We have that discussion. This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, today's podcast is brought to you by the best travel agency out there, the Magic for Less Travel. They are standing by right now to help you plan a magical Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation for no additional cost to you. Just swing by the website today and mention the BR Guest Podcast. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you sincerely to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You support us and you allow us to put this show out three to four times a week, every week. And if you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over starting at just $5 a month. You can support the show and get that bonus podcast called Mike in the Midwest. We're over at Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2321 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope this week is flying right by for you and that you're having a great one. Thanks for joining us and taking a chance here to listen to the show because, you know, we hope it's a great show, but you never know, but it's going to be a good one because it's listener questions. It's driven by you, the listener, and we're going to tackle some great questions today about Walt Disney World. So joining me today to answer your listener questions, it's your friend and mine. Hashtag Scotty G. Scott, what's going on here on this fine Wednesday? Happy Wednesday, Mike. And I'm not trying to bring people down, but this is that weird time of year where like you think summer is like still just kind of starting. But like if you look at the calendar, it's like in six weeks, it's going to be September. Like, what's up with that? Like, I want summer to go on forever. And it feels like like it does every year. Right, Mike? It's just going by way too fast. Well, so, you know, I used to be a teacher and my wife still is, and she's already freaking out because the back to school commercials are on TV. And I used to, this time of year, you know, you start seeing them. I've seen them like for Amazon. I've seen them for Kohl's and you start seeing back to school commercials. And as a teacher, there's nothing worse. It's a, it's a real thing. It'll be, but here, you know, like now that I'm not in education, it doesn't bother me as much as college football and high school football right around the corner, like bring on the fall. But man, when I was a teacher, and I know we got a, we have a, we have a ton of teachers in our audience. So right now, the Scott, you just amped up the anxiety like twenty times. On <laughs> that wasn't audience. what I intended. I was you just, did as a normal guy that works a nine to five in, a, in an office building. Like I'm feeling it too. I'm uh, okay, I'm just saying because I don't feel it as much as I used to. But yeah, you just right now, you just like you know that little blood pressure cuff they put on you at the doctor. You just did that to like seventy two percent of our audience because we have. 
We have an inordinate amount of teachers that listen to so this. I'm going to get some like hate DM messages. Yeah. Some DMs, what you're saying. <laughs> I well, I apologize, everyone. I don't want Mike to edit that out because no. that's how I was feeling. But like summer just needs to be longer, right? Yeah, it like it just really needs to be longer. But I love my teacher friends. Like you guys do great, amazing work for, you know, our youth. So keep up what you're doing and please don't be mad at me. No, but I mean, the fall is the greatest time of year. It's an exciting, even for teachers. I, I got to say this, okay, because when I worked in education, you never wanted the summer to end because, I mean, there's something to be said about being paid to not work. I mean, you know, not to, again, I'm digging myself in a hole here because teachers deserve that, that break. You work hard enough all year to get that little vacation. I'm not saying you don't deserve, you do, you 100% deserve, but there's always an excitement. And this is one thing that educators get that nobody else does. You get a fresh start, you know, because I've learned that when I left education in 2017 to become a travel agent full-time and do the show is that like, it, it's groundhog day. Like it's a grind for me and I've never had a fresh start. Like I've gone and gone, gone. You do the same. I'm sure nine to five in your position, but teachers get, you know, you get a whole new like lease on life every August or September. So good luck. We're, we're almost there. It's like, yeah. um, I mean, you know, as a college football fan, like we could, we could win the Way national spin championship. It, Mike. That's awesome. I'm so we got some to. listener questions today. Huh? Yeah. We should probably <laughs> jump in there before uh, I'm trying to dig my, dig us both out of that hole for all of our teacher friends. All right. So let's get to the first question of the day. And it is going to come from, it looks like there's no name. It's just H they signed it. H. H. I like it. Just an initial H period. Hello, BOGP crew. It says listener question about tours and virtual cues. My family and I will be down at Walt Disney World in just a couple of weeks and are super excited to be able to do a Keys to the Kingdom tour while we are there. One question. If we get a virtual queue for Tron at 7 a.m. and our boarding group would happen to be called during our tour, would we be able to ride when the tour is over or would we be out of luck? Thanks so much for all of the information the crew brings to the table each and every week. Thanks. H H yeah, if you're going to be a letter, that's a good letter in this household because that's how H we, we play the H. So H we appreciate you. So Scotty, I think we have good news. Do we have good news? I think cause it's, Oh wait, this is Tron though. I was thinking guardians. Tr Tron oh, is tricky, dude, but I yeah. think, so here's my thought. Like, so you're doing this, 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 um, this tour, right. Where, you know, it's a premium price that you have to pay for. I would, I can't guarantee this, but I would talk to a cast member, explain the situation. Now I don't want everyone going there trying to explain their situation for whatever it might be. Cause I know they are strict at Tron because people want to ride it at night. Right. So they try to go later in the day, but, um, I can't promise that it would work, but I would just go to the cast and explain the situation. Like, Hey, we got this virtual queue. Maybe even explain it to your tour guide. Maybe they can help you out as well. Um, or guest relations, but I can't promise that it's going to work, but I think as long as you like explain your situation to a cast member, they might have some leniency there. And Keys to the Kingdom, yeah, Keys to the Kingdom is about a four-hour tour because I've done it twice. Um, it's, I mean, yeah, that could happen because they are strict on the return window. That's why I was thinking Guardians are not as restrict on the strict on the return window, but right. Tron they are. And I think Scott and I talked. We talked about this on our vacation. I think they're strict on it because if they weren't, people would tend to try to go back at night because it's probably a better experience at night with the light package. Um, yeah, I, I think if you're proactive, right, and talk to your cast member, right? Your, your yeah, even bringing guy. up the, the person doing the tour, like they might not be able to pull any strings, but just keep bringing it up. And who knows, right? Like if it's a four-hour tour, Mike, maybe your virtual queue will be later in the day and it actually works out. Like maybe it's at 
two o'clock or something, and you'll still be able to return to that time. So worst case scenario, I just, just talked to a cast member at guest relations or at the, at the queue and they might be able to get you on. Thank you. And they could probably, because the thing is the, the tour guides are high up guest relations people for the most part, they could probably move the time to the end of the tour if they had to like, I bet yep. you they could. Yeah. Be, but be proactive. Like let them know that the situation yeah. right away. Yeah. Yeah. Just kill, kill them with some kindness too. Like, you know, just like, like, like Mike said, I mean, it's, it's a true scenario. Like you were on this tour, mm -hmm. you got the virtual queue, you did everything you could. That was right. And just, you know, just explain the situation and, you know, I'd say they'll be pretty helpful with you. All right. Next question is coming from Brian and he says, Hey Mike, I missed the live call in show because we're traveling back from Iowa for my son's baseball tournament. Hopefully you can answer this question. We're headed down to Walt Disney World on July 27th for an eight-night stay at Caribbean Beach. One of our days is going to be a four parks in one day challenge. That's a big deal, especially in July. We're planning on getting Genie Plus, but not sure where to start. The one thing we do know is that we want to end the day in the Magic Kingdom. I'm going back and forth with Animal Kingdom in the studios. I'm leaning towards starting in the studios because I feel like there are more attractions there that can keep us busy until 1230 to one o'clock ish. If we start in Animal Kingdom, our goal would be Flight of Passage and Everest, and that's it. We'd have a lot of downtime until we're able to hop. So help a brother out. If this were you and your crew, where would you start your day? Thanks for all you do and keep the fantasy sports draft theme shows coming. I've been really enjoying those, Brian. We, I appreciate it. people are enjoying those draft shows and that kind of stuff. I know it's not for everybody because Scott and I are kind of sports guys, but we try to give it a Disney spin. So even if you're not a sports fan, you can kind of appreciate just what we're doing with those shows. We're just trying to, we're trying to keep things fresh after almost 2,400 shows. <laughs> so Help a brother out. Should he start? First of all, props on doing four parks in one day, especially in July. Bonus points for that. Let me give you a right there off the top. Um, Animal Kingdom or the studios? I'd start at the studios. What would you do? It, it's a tough call. So, like, with the park hopping, like, restrictions, that makes more sense. Because I would say, like, oh, let's start at the park that opens first, right? So that you can get in and get out and move on to the next one. So, but since... The part that you're going to first, you have to stay for a certain amount of time. The studios make sense. But then my other question, though, my other thought, though, Mike, is if he's doing Genie Plus, if Brian's doing Genie Plus, if you're at the studio, some of those Genie Plus times are going to be later in the day. Where at Animal Kingdom, you might be able to do the safari immediately on Genie Plus and boom, then you can book another one. Do Everest, boom, book another one where I don't think you'll be able to do that so much maybe at um, – at well, Hollywood so, Studios, unless it, he plans on stacking them for Magic Kingdom later that night. Well, animal, so obviously he's going to do Genie Plus for the like the the all the parks, and not just because now you can do Genie Plus for just one park if you want. But I get I'm assuming he's going to do the Genie Plus for yeah. all four parks. He says he only wants to do Flood of Passage and Everest at Animal Kingdom, so everything else is out. So that's true. That's true. And, and Flood of, pa I mean, of Passage is an individual for, lightning so. lane. Yeah, so yeah. that's not even on Genie Plus. So I like the Hollywood Studios because there is more like ride stuff and if those are the only two things he really wants to do at animal kingdom maybe start at the studios and then maybe be willing to pay for the flight of passage too because that could help save you some time if that's part of your like goal like accomplishing like the four parks in one day you got to do those two headliners then maybe i mean this is starting to turn into an expensive day but that might be the route to do to be able to do those two rides at animal kingdom and then start at hollywood studios yeah that's what i would yeah i would 
started the studios with yeah and because genie you're right because i mean we talked about this on monday is that you know we did genie plus at the studios and we didn't get to the studios until around lunchtime the day we got off the ship on july 7th and we got everything done but slinky dog and uh rock and roller coaster and we could have done rock and roller coaster uh single rider but it kept breaking down and we probably could have got slinky dog in too but it kept raining it rained three times hard that day so it kept going down because of the rain. Um, but yet, the thing is, with Flight of Passage, you could buy that individual lightning lane. And so you could knock that out even, not at rope drop. And, and then Everest, like, Everest, you people pretty quick. It's pretty efficient. That's what I was going to say. Everest is a people eater. And sometimes even at, like, noon, you can get on that thing at, like, a 35, 40-minute wait. That's what and I was if, thinking. Even yeah. if you want to do single rider, you can get on it really quick. But if you want to ride together, probably 45 minutes even yeah. like at noon. So I, and if, if yeah. that's all you're thinking about doing, then yeah, you can just spend like an hour and a half there. I might even get my lunch there, go to Satuli yeah, Canteen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I think you'll have good success. Then you got Epcot after that and then wrap it up with Magic Kingdom and some fireworks. And so what the, what the goal is at Epcot because Guardians would be kind of out of the picture because like you wouldn't be able to get a boarding group at that point because your park reservation wouldn't be there. Um, you could do an individual lightning lane there. <laughs> I'm not trying to make Brian's day more expensive than it is. You could try that, but like, I'm sure like Spaceship Earth is on the picture on the table or test track. So I'm I'm curious to I want to hear from Brian when he returns. I'm very curious how this day is going to play out and like what the goals are for the four parks in one day. Absolutely, yeah, I'd love to hear how that goes. So write in and let us know because it's happening here in the next uh, week or so. So yeah. the next couple weeks. Have a great time at Caribbean Beach. That's one of my favorites. Yes, it is. All right. Lane had a question here live on YouTube. And he says, hello, was Magic Kingdom Park reservation required for a day you have a Magic Kingdom dessert party reservation? We do have a park hopper. Thank you. Yes, you actually do have to have a park reservation to get in for dining. And that'd be just like a dining reservation. You have to. But the park hopper will help them though too because yeah. they can just hop over yeah. after the oh yeah the yeah i mean yeah that's true yeah you would because i haven't different. heard of anyone not being able to park i remember like when that first started again there was like a phone number you could call to see if the park was available i really have never heard of the you not be able to park hop so that should work as well i think that happened one day for like an hour i'm trying to remember yeah, when it that might have been was. like the first day because it was like new year's or something yeah it, it was, was like new year's day yeah, it was like one time for like an hour that you couldn't hop for something okay we have a uh let's see here it says run disney podcast request and it's from rebecca hey there i've been listening to your podcast for a while now when i travel for work on the road it makes the drive a little easier i've done something crazy and signed up for the princess half marathon i also bamboozled two friends into joining me we want to stay somewhere comfy aka deluxe I have so many run Disney questions and you seem to have so much info with these events. Could you rate the resorts based off how nice or not nice your experience has been on race weekends? I feel like this could make up an entire podcast because signups just happened and I can't really find a ton of podcasts on iTunes with this information. We're newbies, but we don't want to be the ones learning lessons on this trip. Thanks so much for any help you can give with gratitude, Rebecca. All right, so we've done, obviously, between us, many, many race weekends, and we've stayed everywhere. We've stayed at the All-Stars. We've stayed at Pop. We've stayed at the Moderates. We've stayed at the Deluxes. So they're looking to do it right. They're looking to stay at the Deluxes for Princess. Where would you point some first-timers? She bamboozled some friends. I like how she said that. I love I love the bamboozle, yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. Give them some advice. 
My answer is going to be really weird here, and I've done this for a princess. I've actually done this for two princesses, where I've stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Might not be at the top of your radar, right, for deluxe um, or for, like, Run Disney because it's kind of off the beaten path. But, like, I found, knock on wood, that the bus service is, like, really outstanding there. Um, if you're someone that likes to go to bed early for these races, it's, like, a quiet area. It's, a, it's away from, like, the fireworks at Epcot, Magic Kingdom. So, and it's just, like, so chill and, like, laid back at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Like, I really like that resort for race weekends. I think it's perfect. That's a good call. If you really want the chill and, and, and deluxe accommodations, and I mean, it is. And, and at a pretty nice. good price, too, really, when you think about it, too. Animal Kingdom can be pretty affordable for the in the deluxe category. That is. Now, if you're going the opposite direction, you want to be in the middle of it all, and you want to go deluxe, we've stayed at the Boardwalk. And that was fun because you feel it. And with Princess, everything is going out of Epcot right there. You are kind of in the middle of it all. You can walk right to the studios in Epcot. And, you know, go to the parks very easily. Got the dining right there and the entertainment on the boardwalk itself. We really enjoyed that for a marathon weekend. And, you know, Princess and Marathon Weekend are kind of the, you know, similar. Princess kind of like a Marathon Weekend light. Um, and we like that. And those are, you know, it's, it's a nice resort. So I think it's kind of what you're looking for. But you're going to obviously have, you're going to hear the Magic Kingdom fireworks. You're going to obviously hear Epcot Forever. So, and you're going to have a lot of hustle and bustle there. So I think it's two different things, but I think it's, what are you looking for? And obviously yeah. transportation, transportation. I get this question a lot from my guests. Like I'm going, I'm doing a run Disney event, which resort's going to have the best transportation to the race. And that used to be an issue because Scott, you probably remember this. Remember when not like there were host run Disney host, hotels host resorts. Dude, yeah. I stayed at animal kingdom lodge one time and it wasn't a host event. It wasn't a host hotel. I had to take a taxi. I didn't realize that I was my only time I've been in a, like a taxi taxi. Like, but now they're all, you know, yeah. you don't have to worry about that, but I would say I do have my hotel. favorites though, for transportation, what, do especially you have, for coming do, back. Do you, have, there's, do you have non like ones you would avoid? Not really. I mean, I would just say like, it depends on how like sore and tired you are after a race. So I will say, cause like these buses like stretch for a long way. It's like in that parking lot. So I will say like the all-star resorts tend to be like right at the end, you know? Mm -hmm. So like you might have to walk further, but it's not like we're talking like a mile further, but it's going to be like a few bus, bus lanes to go to the all-stars. But I mean, the transportation is efficient. Knock on wood. Most of the time, you know, we've, We've seen some hiccups. Our friend Phil, right, got dropped yeah. off at the studios for a marathon one day. That was unbelievable. Dude, that's a nightmare. I can't believe, I cannot believe that stuff happens. Yeah. And like my wife has been on a bus where she had to like give navigation to the driver because they got real. lost. I mean, it, it happens. I mean, it it's a big not, place, right? It should not happen. <laughs> it, it really should. You're paying that amount of money to run a race. Like it really should not happen. But yeah, I, I find the transportation to be really good. There's some resorts I really like better for after the race because it is like the quickest drive there. Like the bus is basically like in the resort parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think you know the one I'm talking about. Um, but Animal Kingdom is as good, like Boardwalk, Beach Club, they're, they're all really good. Yeah. And like, that's actually like my favorite part of the race almost. Like, I get like the last little 10 minutes of sleep. Like, I'm guessing with this crew though, like bamboozled, like doing the princess thing, really thing, they're probably gonna be like the energy ones, right, Mike? Like, there are that bunch that are like super cheery, super chatty yeah. in the morning where I'm just like, I just want to close my eyes 10 more minutes. So I enjoy those bus rides because it's more <laughs> rest. But um, either way, like you're going to be fine with the transportation. Absolutely. All right. Next question is coming from Madison and it says down in Atlanta. Hey, Mike and team, my two friends and I 
are taking a quick 36-hour trip down to Walt Disney World in August, flying out of Atlanta at 6 a.m., going straight to the Magic Kingdom and spending the night at All-Star Movies before our flight home the next day at 11 o'clock a.m. My husband and I recently got a dog and named him Remy, after Remy from Ratatouille, of course. This, nice. Dude, this is your jam, because that's like your yeah. movie. Is there anywhere outside of the France Pavilion or Epcot that sells Remy merchandise? Uh, I'm willing to hop to another resort or Disney Springs. If not, it'll have to wait till the next trip. Listening since 2018. Thanks for all you guys do. Madison. Man, you came to the right place with Scotty G because Ratatouille is his thing. I do like Ratatouille. And off the top, I'm thinking it's only really in the France Pavilion at Epcot. I'm trying to like. What about. Like, um, roll the like well the disney might have something you know like that's ratatouille um i will say like if you want if you really want a nice piece of artwork you can go to the riviera yeah, that's what I was thinking. um because their one bedroom villa has this beautiful piece of remy like with like a, a bowl of fruit in their villas and the cool thing at um, the riviera resort they have an art kiosk in their gift shop because there's beautiful art throughout the whole resort and you can order it and you can have it framed and you can have it shipped to your home I did that and I thought the price is relatively like pretty nice. So in my kitchen slash dining room, we have that same painting that's in the one bedroom villa of Remy. And it just makes me think of a, how much we love that movie and our times at the Riviera resort. So I think that could be actually be a really cool souvenir. And here's the good thing. We have a vast audience with tons of experience. So if you know where we can get something for Remy, the dog, and I'd love to know, send us and also let us know. Give us a picture of the dog. I love to see the pictures of people's dogs. Oh, yeah. So at BR Guest Mike, Twitter or threads or Instagram, wherever, tag me. And then if anybody out there knows where we can get something for Remy the dog, let me know. Is it we'll, actually for the dog? Or well, that's well, what I'm, I deleted the email. Was it was it not something for like a collar or something? I don't know. Maybe, or, maybe it was. Maybe I misunderstood. I maybe thought it was not. just something, was just was something Remy for Remy. General. Maybe it was just something for Remy in general. I mean, was it one of those like shoulder sitting like little rats? I don't know. Yeah, so they, I mean, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, those are usually in, <laughs> I didn't pay attention. Um, in Epcot, though. <laughs> yeah, those are. But anyway, we'll play it back. So yeah, just let me know. So tag me on Instagram or you know social media. We'll 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 get an answer. Okay, it sounds like a fun trip though. The third, I love the thirty-six hour, <laughs> like six a.m. flight out of Atlanta, going straight to the Magic Kingdom, coming back the next morning, like. That's my style. I love it. I hope you have a great time. It does, but I'm getting too old for that stuff. I just, <laughs> man, I, I got, so I didn't tell Pam for the podcast cruise until like five days before what time our flight was out. Cause I, I got the five, like 30 flight in the morning. Yeah. She's like, dude, those flights are fine for you. When you go to races, when I'm involved, never book that flight. I'm like, but, but the first flight out doesn't get delayed because of weather. And she's mm -hmm. like, don't give me that you booked it because it was the cheapest flight i'm like yeah but they don't get they don't get delayed because of weather she's like knock it off nine, nine o'clock is the earliest dude she was arguing with me but yeah we got delayed forever coming home so mm -hmm. there you go i'm telling you anyway yep. cindy's got a question she's from ontario canada listening up there we appreciate that hey mike ricky pam and scott we are planning our first trip to walt disney world for september 2024 I'm a bit of an over planner and looking to start my daily itinerary. I love this. I got to book my flight for next month. And uh, she's worried about <laughs> September 2024. That's why I love our audience. You guys are awesome. Cindy, you rock. She says, we're, we're going to use the dining plan. And I think I finalized my ADRs, but I'm stuck and a bit overwhelmed with which 
quick service to use in each park. I highly appreciate everyone's expertise in this manner. I'm very thankful I came across your podcast about five months ago. You all are super amazing. Thanks, Cindy. Well, Cindy, we think you that isn't that awesome when people say that. that, Thank you. That that's really awesome. We're glad to have you as a listener. I would love you there in Ontario too. Love our Canadians. Absolutely, the Canadians are the best. Okay, so I got to go ABC commissary over at the studios because of my buffalo chicken grilled cheese. So good. That's my quick service go to uh, for the last like two years over at the studios. Do you concur for the studios? We could start there or not. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you know me, I love that same sandwich. Um, a place that does, that gets a bad rep and I don't understand it fully is the, the pizza Rizzo. I like that place because it's like nice same. air conditioning. You can go upstairs and have a nice quiet spot to like, just relax for a little bit. And like, okay, I, I'm a pizza snob, really. I love pizza and like, I'm very critical on pizza. It's not the best pizza, but it's not that bad. And the meatball sub and the Caesar salad are pretty good there too. So um, I'm not sure. I hope you're not a vegetarian because here I'm talking about meatball subs. And I know, whatnot. seriously. <laughs> Sorry if you have <laughs> dietary restrictions. chicken sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies if you have dietary yeah. restrictions because yeah. we're terrible at that. But I think don't over the pizza reserve just because of like that atmosphere and like the, the quietness and the... I I think it has like some of the best air conditioning in all the studios too. So that's a good spot too. Yep. And when you go in July, you start to appreciate those things. It's going to be in September, which I think is still going to be pretty warm. Uh, exactly. And being Canadian, you'll probably appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's go animal king. Obviously, Satuli Canteen, probably the best quick service on property. We agree there. Yeah. I love that place. I'm going to throw Yak and Yeti out there as well. Um, I've said this for such a long time with like Flame Tree, Yak and Yeti. I used to kind of like Pizza Fari. That's kind of like dropped a little bit for me over the years. Um, but Yak and Yeti is is a really solid choice too. Um, so do not overlook that if you like Chinese food. Yeah, I agree. And it's like, a, it, so on the dining plan, because she's going to be on the dining plan, used to be able to get, I want to say now that again, because it hasn't come back. We know some of the details, but right now it's still kind of like, it's, uh, yeah. I'm a little sketchy on my dining plan yet. Cause like, <laughs> I'm not back in the full swing of things, but I want to say you used to be able to get like a, like an order of like chicken fried rice or something as a snack snack. Yes. And that was like, a, like, I felt like I was robbing them. Cause I used to, it was big. I mean, it was like almost a meal for a snack credit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one of those places. And if you're where a beer drinker or not, I think at the counter service, you can get a beer sometimes with these, with the counter service, which is crazy on the dining plan. But um, yeah, I remember that being a snack too. Like yeah. we should do some research because I, that probably will go away. I'm sure that will not yeah. be the case anymore. But I mean, it was one of those things like back in the day, you used to be able to get like the whole thing of Enemans donuts as a snack. Yeah. And it was like, if it is, I'm going to do the dining plan for like my next trip. I feel oh, like yeah. if that's totally, the case. Totally. Okay. <laughs> so there's your ideas for animal kingdom. Let's go Epcot. Epcot a little challenging because you got a lot of places to eat. So many places. I know you and I like seem to like agree on the same one. So I'm gonna go first this time because I'm gonna pick the is it the Cantina or La Hacienda, whatever the like the Mexican the Cantina del is. San Angel. I just love that place. Like I don't know what it is. Like I love the the chips and guac are really great. I love mm-hmm. that guacamole. If you like an adult beverage, you can get a margarita there too. Good. And like the tacos are really good. They just offer some good combos and september so you never know like it could have a, it could be a nice breezy day and that's a great place to sit outside but even if it's blazing hot you can go inside just don't tell anyone we told you that yeah but you can go inside to la hacienda and here i am with the theme of air conditioning you get a nice <laughs> blast of air conditioning on a hot day while you have your mexican food it's an awesome spot 
sure. Yes, you can go in there. Just it's a secret between all of us. But just, just don't tell anyone. It's just us. Like okay. when you go in, like make sure no one's watching you too. Like be all smooth about it. I mean, the door is closed. You just have to kind of like look around, look around, look around, and uh, yeah. it's like in Stir Crazy, that old movie from like the '80s with Gene Wilder and Richard yeah, yeah. Pryor, Richard like when Pryor. they're busting yeah. out of the the rodeo, like the the mm. prison rodeo. You got to like look around. <laughs> that big guy, the bald guy, just got to sneak you under the plank of wood yeah right there and you're just, just gone smooth. just be smooth exactly. when you do it nobody knows what I, you've seen that movie nobody, oh yeah i, okay. that movie, I love yeah. that movie that movie is and i i was watching that when i was a kid why did my parents let me watch that movie when i, I love like the gene wilder and richard pryor movies they, oh um, same they're the best silver like, street Cino, yeah oh silver <laughs> dude i love that movie <laughs> seriously i know it, all it's like them. the murder mystery on the train <laughs> like it's so good <laughs> Oh man, that's why we're friends. Okay, so where, where are we? Magic? Did we? You oh no, I was gonna get, Yeah, I was gonna even go up. I've got uh, fish and chips over in England. That's a, that's a good choice. And also, don't forget about Japan. That little counter service up there. It's not necessarily for the food, but it's like you can get your food and sit outside with like the koi uh, fish and the. It's just it's peaceful. Don't tell there. people that either. I know, no. I know. It's what that's we're where here I, for. So that's where I take my shaved ice because <laughs> okay, I always have to get a shaved ice. And I go back there in the nice shade, nice breeze. Oh, that's my, that's my spot. It's kind of hard to do a podcast and not tell people anything. Like it'd just know, be like right? silence. It'd be like a 30, I know. thirty-five minute like. But hey, like maybe you, maybe I'll run to some listeners there. I would love to chat with you <laughs> over a shaved ice for sure. It's some some teriyaki chicken. Keki gory. There you go. Okay, Magic Kingdom. Obviously, we're gonna throw in Columbia Harbor House. Awesome upstairs. I love that place. Ooh, all right. I struggle. <laughs> I kind of struggle with the Magic Kingdom counter service. You know what I say? Take a take a midday break and go to Gasparilla on the boat. That's I, that's actually going to be my answer. Like go to go to one of the resorts. Go to Captain Cook's. Go to Contempo Cafe or Gasparilla. Get on the boat. Enjoy the breeze of Seven Seas Lagoon and just leave the Magic Kingdom for a little bit. And that's my. So I'm going to go with Gasparilla as mine. I know it's technically not the Magic Kingdom, but I'm going to call it. The magic kingdom see i don't mind get it you can get the chicken and uh the uh, spicy chicken waffle at sleepy hollow that's a good choice uh corn dog nuggets at casey's there's a big old like chili dog at uh cosmic rays all these things do not get or you can do like a plain old hot dog like we saw that one guy a oh, couple weeks ago biggest hot dog ever walking around and it wasn't even dressed it was just like a dog plain. in a bun just plain just, yeah. or go to one of the monorail resorts yeah or that yeah captain <laughs> cooks yeah that'd be a better choice Okay, let's get to another question. So yeah, enjoy your uh, your meals there and let us yes, know how you have goes. an awesome time. All right, Sam's got a question. Hello, BOGP crew. My sister and I, or my sister-in-law and I are going down to Walt Disney World at the end of September. Our flight just got moved up two and a half hours and we're now looking for things to do to occupy our evening after we get in. We land about 4.30 p.m. on Thursday and are staying at Pop Century. Friday, we do not have park tickets either, as we'll be doing Not So Scary. What are some suggestions for us Thursday evening and maybe before Not So Scary on Friday? We typically go every year with my husband and kiddos, so we're taking advantage of the opportunity for it just to be us. I did hear about a candle-making thing at the Grand Floridian, so we're going to check that out pre-Not So Scary as well. Thanks for all you do. Love the show and look forward to listening four times a week. Enjoy the podcast cruise. Sam, I think we're going to have a good time on the cruise. <laughs> this came in yeah. a little bit before the cruise. Uh, so the candle making thing, I think she's talking about at Basin because there was an opportunity there to make candles because Mallory, of course, discovered it. And I was like, no, you're not doing it because we have to leave. And we already are probably over our luggage limit. So stop. <laughs> and it costs money. 
So, but you, I think that's at Basin where you can do that, yeah. and it looked pretty yep. interesting. My favorite uh, score of all this in world. <laughs> that's it. I and I did wash my hands and take a picture just for you, and I had awesome smelling hands there for about six hours. <laughs> so, give them some thoughts. They have all Thursday night and Friday day. So for Thursday, I say go to a resort and like, even if you're not in the table service, like even go to like someone's counter service. So maybe take a bus to Disney Springs, maybe do a little shopping, take a bus to a different resort from there. Like, I don't know why, Mike, but I'm thinking like Old Key West and go have dinner at Olivia's. I don't know why, like that's what I want to do on that Thursday. You know, just go have a nice meal at another resort, like scope it out. But you got to promise me that you'll do some night swimming at Pop Century. I just love a good night swim at Pop Century. Friday's going to be kind of chill for the morning and early afternoon because you got not so scary. So maybe, you know, stay up late, like maybe bring a deck of cards, hang out poolside at Pop Century. That's what me and my family like to do. Get, get an ice cream or a, a tie-dye cheesecake from the cooler and just enjoy the, the nighttime vibe over at pop century that's a lot of fun it is pop century it comes to life at night it is it's a good place to be and with the skyliner you know what i'm saying like you're at pop so hop no. the skyliner and just go over to caribbean beach hang out that's the a great rip. idea you, you yeah. know make it where you just go over to caribbean beach and get a snack there or, you yeah know, let's not let, let's that's a great call Mike. let's throw out the olivia's thing like you can just go straight to another resort on the skyliner if you're okay with doing that i mean no the skyliner is not for everyone if you got a heights issue but if that works for you that's a great call, Mike. And then come back for the night swimming for sure. Yeah. You go to the boardwalk, you know, like and get an ice cream at the boardwalk or get a piece of pizza on the boardwalk, uh, pizza place or, you know, whatever. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like if I don't have park tickets, but I'm at pop or, you know, Caribbean beach or something, I might just bounce around on the skyline. That's a ride, you know, and just take advantage of it. But oh, Key West and Olivia's good stuff. All right. We have another question here. It is from John Rose. And actually he's one of my buddies down in Branson who paints these awesome murals who I just saw. He just finished painting this awesome flag on the side of a shed this past weekend. The stuff he does is incredible. He's a teacher, but he does this on the side. Un unreal stuff that he does. So he's probably mad at me at the start of this episode. No, exactly. You gave John, you just gave <laughs> this guy right here. John is a perfect example. He was painting and he probably like went because uh, you gave him anxiety. He's like, Darn Scott. I know. And then we talked about Uncle Orville. He's a teacher in West Virginia. You gave him anxiety. Everybody's okay. getting anxiety today. Okay. He says, Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Ep Scott, my Disney friends. My wife and I have stayed in Pop three times now, two times before having kids and once with our two kids. Now we have a family of five and are planning for when our youngest is three and have outgrown Pop, which really breaks my heart. Trust me, when the kids get older, the heart starts breaking. I mean, Scott and I have talked about that. Our girls are getting too old too fast, too. We have been considering Port Orleans Riverside or Caribbean Beach because they each have a fifth sleeper option and are the most affordable. I never hear anything about Caribbean Beach, so I really don't know much about it, but the pool looks pretty, or pretty rad, and I love that it's a Skyliner resort. We also have briefly considered a suite at All-Star Music, but not sure about that. A suite at All-Star, our Art of Animation also look nice, but we would save money by just booking a room at the Contemporary, maybe throw a split stay in there. Anyway, Riverside and Caribbean Beach are front runners. Any suggestions? Which do you prefer? Any positives or negatives? Am I forgetting anything? Thanks, y'all. Love listening to your thoughts. Makes mural painting fly by. All Mike, right. I, we've actually answered this question for John. <laughs> we actually answered it on a previous oh. episode. 
Well, real quick, summarize since I've read it all the way. <laughs> to summarize, we really like this question. Um, it's a great question too, like because with the moderates, because um, he's a pop guy, because he likes the Skyliner there too. So I'm going with Caribbean Beach. Great pools, great quiet pools too, and like just the convenience of the Skyliner. You already like the Skyliner because you've stayed at Pop before. You can get the fifth sleeper there. You have to book it as a fifth sleeper though. That's yep, the you do. That's the key. You just can't assume I booked at Caribbean Beach, so I'm going to fifth sleeper. It's its own room category. So make sure you work with your travel agent and make sure you book that type of room. But um, easily the Caribbean beach for me. I, I'm same, same. Cause yeah, you're going to get the, the Skyliner is just such a selling point and the pool there is just awesome. The pirate theme pool. I like those pirate pools too, like in Jamaica and all I those. I know oh, you're man. just a huge fan of the, but I love the pirate pool, the future pool. I, I love the pirate pool too. You gotta, it's, you gotta yeah. spend a couple days there too. And then the other time you're at the quiet pool. Yeah. Sure. Jamaica and Aruba places to be. All right, Kara's got a question. I apologize there if I, we read that one before. Sorry. With with being off here for like 15 days, it's kind of throwing me off my game. Uh, Kara says, uh, see here, for Princess Marathon Weekend, it's just going to be my husband and I. We'd like to do a different resort and do more adult types of dinners and experiences that are just hard to do with three little boys. Which resort would you pick out of these? Okay, she gives us only three options. For a Princess Race Weekend, but it's just her husband and herself. The three kids staying home they don't get to come she's picking from coronado boardwalk or saratoga what are you picking coronado boardwalk saratoga, saratoga. And this is for like a princess weekend princess weekend and a couple's escape at the same time boardwalk I and mean, that just screams couples to me you know like because you got like the nightlife you know like like all the action that's happening on the boardwalk it's like it's a lot of fun you got you can back into like Epcot, you know, where they got all the restaurants. So it's it's 100% Boardwalk for me. Yeah, Chris, who's tuned in live here on Facebook, says Boardwalk as well. I would go Boardwalk or Saratoga because Saratoga, you could also walk over to Disney Springs and get some nightlife over there and some adult dining. Yeah, I, I'd go Boardwalk because the access, because you're close to the race festivities and you got the life, the nightlife on the Boardwalk and dining. And are they all doing the races too? Like, because like, if one of you are not doing the races, like the usually, and like don't get me wrong, we haven't seen the course maps yet for Princess, but the 10K sometimes goes by the boardwalk, so the yeah, other one could be point. out cheering the other one too, which would be kind of cool. And that is a great place to cheers on the yeah that that would sell it. Yeah, you're right. That that would win it. And she says, "What restaurant uh, would you do? Just you and your spouse? Okay, so couples not have out. options. <laughs> no, they didn't give. This is not multiple yeah. choice. This is a fill in the blank. <laughs> apparently, they're getting all kinds of questions here, um, but." So you're fancier. This would be a fancier restaurant. Where would you go if it was just you and your spouse? You know what? I don't. I don't think I give this restaurant enough love. Everyone knows what some of my favorites are, but I would love to take Elizabeth here, just the two of us. I would like to go to Gico at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's very. It's dark. It's romantic. The menu is fantastic. Um, great if you're a wine drinker. There's great wine selection. So I really like going branching out from the boardwalk. You know, take an Uber. Or, however you could get there you mean you can do a bus from like a park or disney springs but get over to animal kingdom lodge and go to Gico. that is a good restaurant i'm trying you've, yeah, been, you've been there mike it's a i have I, it only went because pam treated us uh the, the agency we had a, a kind of a special dinner there and it was really really good it was really fancy and nice i thought i thought for sure you were gonna say um California grill. Cause that's like your, that's your place i know i know i, I have so many i have so many great ones <laughs> but 
I think we just don't talk about Jico enough, and I think Jico would be really great. That is true. And Chris again in the live chat. Me up, and Chris, man, we need to be hanging out. We're agreeing on everything. He offered up Jico, Yachtsman Steakhouse, or California Grill as his three options uh, here for our listener. I would also throw in, is Flying Fish back open? Because if you stayed at the boardwalk. Oh, my God. That's a great option. If you're at the boardwalk, go with our Flying Fish is the boardwalk. Yeah, I mean, right there, right? And it's fancy. Pam Forrester, that is Again, I've never eaten a flying fish, but Pam Forrester, that is her favorite on-property restaurant, or at least one of, it used to be. I don't know if it still is. Currently. I love flying fish. Emily, like, did not have, like, a, the best experience one time, so, like, never wants to go there again. So, actually, this could be a good couples one for me because I wouldn't have Emily. But uh, flying fish, flish, flying, flying, <laughs> try to say that really fast, Mike. Flying fish, for sure, is a great, I like the way you're thinking, Mike. That's a great pick. Just I'm trying, even though I've never been there. So I got to go there sometime. Because, yeah, my wife hears the word fish and she's like, out. You know, <laughs> she, she okay, maybe, maybe we need to get you there. I've gotten you to Narcoozies. I know. Chico. Maybe but, I got to bring you over to Flying Fish over Marathon. Week. Okay. You know what the, uh, what's in common between those two times? My wife was not there either of those two times. Yeah, um, so, all right. Flying Fish it is. That's exactly. She doesn't want fish flying. She doesn't want fish And you've done Topolinos too. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting you. Again, third time. The, the podcast was, research, right? That's right. Third time. Wife was not there either for that trip. Um, okay. Last question of the day. It's from Annabelle and she's in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scotty G. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and have a quick question. I'm headed down to the world for Martin Luther King weekend, January 12th through the 15th of 24 with my best friend for a girl's trip. We try to go once a year and stay on property. My question is, what moderate hotel would you recommend for this trip? We'll be hitting the parks every day and take a midday break at the pools if the weather is nice. We're looking for a fun new experience. Thanks for all you do, Annabelle. They need a moderate. So I know we talked about a moderate on a previous question there from John, but like girls trip, like for some reason, Mike, I'm thinking Coronado, maybe Grand Casino Tower, even That's the outer rooms, like great pools. You got three bridges. Lots of cool lounges if that's your thing. I think this would be a great spot for the two of them. I 100% agree. I was going to go Coronado and I would go Standard View Tower because it is one of the... I, I, I talked to a guest at the Magic for Less about this actually today as we're recording. I think this is one of the best values. Like the best bang for your buck is a Standard View room in the tower because it feels so deluxe and it is not even that much more than a Pop Century room. And you just, the dig site pool's awesome. The, you know, you got a poolside bar. You can get some hot foods there that are pretty good. And it just feels so lush. You got the Barcelona bar. You got an upgraded food court experience. You got Maya Grill. You got uh, Toledo. It's And it's centrally located to all four parks. I mean, right. you're, you're at the all four parks quickly. That, and when I have a car, that's somewhere. one of my favorite resorts to be at because you can get to any park really quick i feel like from there so absolutely so yes i double agree coronado it is for martin luther king weekend for the girls trip all right well, hey. great time i love going down there that weekend that used to be like we always went martin luther king weekend so have a great time crowds will be a little busy but i know you're gonna have a blast midday break those key because you got to get out of those crowds you can't yes. be in it all day hey we, we got through quite a few questions today i like it kind of old we school crushed there. it we did all right i like it so if you have questions Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. We knocked out a ton of them, so the queue is open. So be ready for next week. Get it in. Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. I am ready to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. 
this week. All you need to do is swing by the magicforless.com. While you're there, check out all the great trip planning tools to get everything rolling for you. And then fill out that free, no obligation quote form. Just put as much information as you have, names, dates, resorts, and then we'll get you some pricing and some availability, all that stuff rolling for you. It, the best part is cost you absolutely nothing extra. We're going to get you the best deal going. You're going to get little goodies for booking with the magic for less and it supports the show. So it's kind of a win, win, win. We'd really appreciate it. Just mention the podcast. The quote comes to me and we'll be working together. So check them out today over at the magic We really appreciate it. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. That really does help everything we do. And thanks to our patrons. You guys make this all possible starting at just $5 a month. And you get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So if you could support us over there, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody who does patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. All right. Give Scott a follow on the social media, Instagram, Twitter, and threads at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Same for me. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. We'd love to talk to you this week. And of course, we'll have shows Thursdays, the replay from Sunday night. Friday, we have a great recap of the Be Our Guest podcast cruise. A lot of fun there. And then join us on Sunday night as we take your calls live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And uh, it'll be at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Be a part of the show. Give us a call. We'll have a good time for the BOGP open line this Sunday night. Don't forget, also, come over to the Facebook page. We are doing the BOGP Cares for Give Kids the World. You can now sign up to join us on September 8th and 9th. Friday, September 8th, we're volunteering from 7.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. at the Village. We'd love to have lots of our listeners join us to we're serving breakfast for the families down at Give Kids the World. There's a podcast community. It's going to be great. It's an awesome place. All the details are on the Facebook page. So go to the Facebook page to search for Be Our Guest Podcast. There is a sign-up sheet. It explains everything there. And then on Saturday, uh, September 9th, we're doing the six-hour live show. We're going to give away a trip to Walt Disney World. We're going to take donations for the village. We're going to have lots of giveaways. It's going to be fun. So put it on your calendar going to be a great weekend in September, but go to the Facebook page, be our guest podcast and uh, get all the details there, but sign up. We want to have, we want to serve breakfast with you. We're going to be flipping pancakes or serving ice cream, something like that. It'll be fun. All right. We're going to jump out of here. We'll be back again on Thursday and Friday with some more shows. So until then for Scott, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.